Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to um, what is going to be in about a second or two. Uh, we're going to be joined by our YouTube uh, nation as well. So we've started a little bit early here on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for joining me. We're going to be going over how we traded the CPI uh, news today at 8.30 this morning um, on our virtual live trading desk. This is uh, the Armour Report. I'm Brett Rosenthal. What we do here is we run a um, we run a virtual hedge fund. All of our subscribers are portfolio managers of their own assets, and we share information that is institutional quality. All of us together, all live throughout the day, and these are the trades we were making. So I'm going to show you, walk you through what we were doing with the CPI news, and then. Um, what we intend to do tomorrow, depending on actions. So bear with me a second. I'm going to get live here now uh, on YouTube, and then we'll, we'll pick it up together, and we'll all chat at the same time. So just give me a second. Insiders and welcome everybody to the Armor Report. This is our extension. Whoops. This is an extension of our morning meeting. We're going to just wrap up today. So we do these morning meetings every morning, 8.30. This morning we did it. Um, we started around 8.20. So we were ready for the CPI announcement at 8.30. And we could all trade together on our live desk. And I thought I'd wrap up with you tonight what the trades were how we executed based on our algorithms and what we were seeing, and then what we may do tomorrow. So we're going to keep this short and sweet. I'm Brett Rosenthal. This is the Armour Report. Thank you for joining me. Um, our job here, what we do, the reason it's called the Armour Report is it stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. So we begin with risk management, then we capture upside when we can, and we capture alpha on days like today. So we are managing, we are running here a virtual hedge fund. All of our Armour insiders who join us every day, they're portfolio managers. They're managing their own tranche of capital at our virtual hedge fund. And what we're doing is sharing information throughout the day. Um, and I'm going to walk you through now step-by-step step, what the trade was starting at 8.30, when the news broke, what we were doing, how we executed, what type of profits it led to today, and then what we do is we share this information tomorrow again. So we have day trading, swing trading, and investing algorithms we use to drive risk decisions. And I'll walk you through what may happen tomorrow that will change our stance. So let's dive right in. Of course, as always, probably don't have to say this, but I'll say it. I'm managing my own capital here. So this virtual hedge fund really was created to run my own personal capital and capital for individuals I, I manage money for. Um, 
which is a which is a small elite group. Okay, so really what I do is run my own personal capital and family capital and then friends. Okay, the object of bringing you into that world is that I ran hedge funds for a little over a decade. Okay, we're running three different funds: an offshore fund, a long short fund, and a precious metals fund. And so from out of that experience, what I'm going to do is share with you the tools of the trade of how we outperform, how we capture alpha, and how we protect capital. So you've got to make your own decisions on what stocks to buy, how much to buy, how to trade. That's all on you. Because if you're going to join me here, you're a portfolio manager of your own assets. That's how you have to think. Okay? So you decide what works for you. I'm just going to share the information that I use to make money and protect capital. Let's dive in. Here we go. Um, first thing that happened this morning, right now you're looking at a page of uh, our day trading algorithms. This is the S&P, the NASDAQ, small caps, and VIX. So we use these four tiles to make our trades. All of the lines that are drawn on here are basically lines created by an algorithm we call the Armor Price Movement Profile, or the PMP. Okay, it's generally um, this black dots here are the VWAP, above and below standard deviations, Fibonacci extensions above and below, and we have um, a couple other things on there as well. So step one is looking at what happened to the market today. And here is, you know, a very defined bear market, Okay. And we could see this red mark right here was the very top of the bear market. That's the day that our risk monitor went red. Now, the risk monitor is part of the information flow we use to make investing decisions. It's the bigger picture macro type investing algorithm. So back there at the top of the market, it said, time to stop investing. Something's wrong with this market. Okay, and for most of the year, the risk monitor has been red. Now, it uses seven algorithms looking at seven indexes that we believe give us total coverage of the market behavior. And what we really look for, what separates what we're doing from the masses, what makes the information valuable is the confluence between all the algorithms. So we could trade just one algo, we could trade the S&P, and we can make money doing that. But when it comes to big picture macro investing, we want to look at the whole picture. And when institutions are putting capital to work all at the same time, you'll get this uniform move in the market. And when you get that, there's a high probability that that entry point will lead to higher prices going forward. How much money we made, we don't know. It's not a crystal ball. It's a probability algorithm. We could always reverse and hit stops, have to go back to cash. But our job is to get on the right side of probability when reward is worth risk, and the risk monitor helps us do it. So right back there at the top, the risk monitor said, time to get out of the market, right here. Those of you who follow me know that this is true, and you've watched us trade that way all year. Okay? We are possibly a day away from a risk monitor green signal. Not there yet, but it's possible. So let's dive down now into um, the, uh, um, the day trading scenario. What did we do today when we saw, and I'm going to just blow up for you, 
our S&P trade. You can trade any index you want. I'm going to share with you the S&P. Okay. So you're looking at a three-minute bar chart. Whoops. All right, you're looking at a three-minute bar chart. Right here is the gap down right to this purple dashed line, which is a gamma level. We use spot gamma for our gamma information. You can use any gamma you want. Right there, we see a gap down to the key put wall and then the rip off of that wall, okay? We were buying the market right here. This was our entry point today. So let's go over how this works. We're live on the desk as the news breaks. We watched market behavior at 8.30. It was a much, I shouldn't say much, it was a hotter than expected CPI number. Now, I don't care if it's CPI or non-farm payroll or whatever piece of economic news you want. The Fed has trained the market to care about every tiny piece of information right now. As the Fed keeps raising rates, trying to get ahead of inflation, which they're already behind, and you already know that story. You don't need me to go over it. All you need me for is how to trade it, how to make money off of it, how to protect capital off of it. That's it. Okay? Let's just get rid of all the noise you hear on CNBC and just talk about what matters. How do we make money in the stock market? How do we protect capital? That's it. So when we see a worse than expected, because it was hotter CPI number, we know at 830, nothing for us to do. We're not going to go out there and get long the market. We were ready at 8.30. If the CPI number had been weaker than expected, we would have been buying the market at 8.30. It was stronger than expected. Market gaps down 2% plus. And I think at one point it was down 3% at the open on NASDAQ, I think. Okay? Then we just defer to our algorithm looking for entry points. So, the first entry point was really right here, and I talked about it on the desk, and I said, you know what? It's such a um, difficult day right now. What I'm going to want to do is I need some more strength before I get long right at the put wall. You could have gotten long at the put wall, but in this bear market, there have been many trades right at the put wall that reverse and implode. And so I'm not, I don't really work with my ego. I don't have to get the lowest trade of the day. I don't have to, you know, put on a trade as fast as possible so I don't miss something. That's not how we trade. We look for specific setups where the reward is worth risk. And so what we have is a rip off of the put wall. And what we wanted to do was trade the first pullback to the VWAP. Now, the VWAP is the black dot. I was hoping we'd get down to the VWAP, maybe back down to test the put wall. That would have been even easier. It didn't happen. Instead, we made this little cup and handle and we put our trade on here as we took out the highs. The stop for our trade is the low of the bar we bought. And I want you to see how important this stop is because it works every time. On a trade like this, the entry bar was here. It never went below the low of that bar. If the trade is money, it doesn't go below the low of the entry bar. That's our stop. It absolutely skyrocketed. And we carried a significant portion of our position. We, we booked a little bit of a profit on this black bar right here as it blew out and closed the gap and blew out right here. We booked a little bit of our profit. Then we started raising our stop all day 
and we never got taken out of our stop. As you can see, this white line, we move up and down, show where our stop is. And what we ended up doing is selling the position out right in here. The whole position, we just booked our profit right there. We said, thanks for playing. It was an enormous day. And if it was traded correctly at the right size, what I was doing, my, my entire net worth was up over 2% on the day, right? So I put a large amount of capital into SSO, which is twice the performance of the S&P. So I'm able to capture the majority of that reversal, right? Could have had more capital to work. I think at one time I was capturing maybe, I don't know, um, 80% of the market move. I mean, theoretically, if I put all my capital to work, I'd capture 200%. So that comes down to the type of manager you're going to be, how much risk you're willing to take. I got to the level I was comfortable with, had a real nice day trading it. What do we do next? So first of all, that's how we trade every morning, morning meeting, Armor Insiders join. We look to trade if we have to early on news. If there's nothing to do, we wait for the market to open use our strategies, day trade the indexes, okay? So what do we expect to happen tomorrow and what would change? Moving over real quick to the, this big picture of the market. Clearly, it's impossible to argue that this was a huge reversal day. And the questions on the desk was, why is that happening? Why is that happening? Well, first of all, I don't care so much why I care more about reading and reacting to what the market's telling me. So we had a hotter than expected CPI number that everybody thought would put the market lower. The market craters at the open. So what happened was all those guys who owned puts, all those guys who were short, all those guys expecting bad CPI news started to cover on that news. Those of you who, who work with Spot Gamma, we use the hero in the indicator, right? So all the way up until 11:30, you could see, you could see the action on hero showing us what was going on. Massive short covering, selling of puts, ripping the market higher. Now the question is, what happens tomorrow? So let's draw some lines. What are we looking for tomorrow? First of all, our algorithms, if we have a strong day tomorrow, we may, we may, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we may have a risk monitor green setup by the end of the day tomorrow. I don't know it. It's an algorithm. It looks at seven algorithms all together, right? So I'm not sure until the end of the day tomorrow. You join me on the desk, armorreport.com, armrreport.com. We'll walk you through what we're doing. We're going to set up long day trades on the S&P again. So our goal is to get long the S&P again. And if we're making money on that day trade into the close and the risk monitor goes positive, we will have our foundation of indexes in our portfolio. And you have to understand, for conservative portfolios, we've been carrying maximum cash, even for our balanced portfolios, even for our aggressive portfolios, we've been carrying maximum cash for a significant amount of time this year. So whenever we get that risk monitor green signal, we put money to work. You could drive a truck through the alpha we've created by being protective, 
by protecting capital all year. So if we don't put capital to work, when the risk monitor goes green, when all of our algorithms say, hey, probability window is at its finest right now, then what's the point of what we're doing? So it's a very easy decision to make. I don't have to try to figure out what's happening in Eastern Europe. I don't have to care what the Fed may do. It doesn't matter. We have huge alpha. Algorithms tell us, hey, windows open. Let's put some money to work. Boom, we put money to work. Now, if we don't like the fundamentals around us and all the world stuff and it starts to seep in and it makes it hard to sleep, I get it. Position size is key. We're going to execute. And depending on whether or not we're conservative, aggressive, balanced, we may put more or less capital to work. And the type of assets we buy will be different. So in a conservative portfolio, I might just buy the index. In an aggressive portfolio, I'll have a layer of indexes, and then I'll buy my favorite group ETFs, maybe my favorite stocks. Okay, and that'll happen over a series of days, maybe a couple of weeks before I get fully invested. So here's what I would suggest you pay attention to tomorrow. And of course, join us on the desk if you can. The first thing I would say is one big up day doesn't make the beginning of a bull market. Okay, in a bear market, generally speaking, and in fact, this is a fact, the biggest two-day rallies, the biggest two-day rallies occur in bear markets. You get wild volatility, down 3%, up 3% at the close. That's not a healthy thing, okay? So just remember that. could have a big update tomorrow. If you have two huge updates in a row, that's really more of a negative thing than it is a positive, okay? But here are the keys we're going to look for. This market is being driven by treasuries, so interest rates. What we want to see to confirm the equity rally is to have the bond market start to go up as well. So what the problem is right now and why we're not risk monitor green yet, okay, and why I'm not out here tonight saying to you, hey, let's go buy everything in sight. Here's the reason. Bonds lead stocks. We have a negative divergence in what bonds are doing and stocks are doing. That usually doesn't end well for stocks. So unless bonds catch up in a hurry, this rally looks like a short covering rally, a put selling rally. Then we look at the hero indicator. As of 1130, now we're looking at, and we're going to see what Spock Emma has to say tonight and tomorrow morning. But when we look at what happened all day, we had a negative divergence forming all day after 11.30. And in my experience with this indicator, if we don't see the collapse top day, you end up seeing it the following morning. And either it'll be a gap up that fails or the market will just gap down and come back down to support. We'll see. So we have negative divergences everywhere, which is kind of makes this whole rally suspect to me. Caveat, the risk monitor goes green tomorrow, I'm putting money to work. Even if I'm suspect, I might put less money to work. The assets I buy will be more conservative, but I'll still put money to work, okay? But these are the problems. Treasuries were not confirming. Okay, here's the seven-year, seven to ten-year, not confirming any type of rally, okay? Um, High-yield bonds generally lead the market. Well, they kind of followed equities a little bit today, but not the greatest look. 
Now let's move over to the dollar. This is a market driven right now by what's happening in the dollar. This is the most bullish part of what's going on right now to me. Okay, so this is the dollar versus a basket of currencies. This is possibly a double top. We need to see the dollar extend lower overnight into t t tomorrow morning. If that happens, confirming a double top, then I'll get more bullish on the market. Okay? The market's almost 100% correlated to what's going on in the currency market right now. It's crazy, but that uptrend you see here in the dollar is almost unheard of. Central banks are out there trying to stop the rapid ascent of the dollar. That's part of what I think led to the rally today. There's intervention going on, whether they tell you about it or not. Okay? If we get follow through the downside of the dollar, I think that the equity markets can rally. And if you look right here, this move from here to the bottom of the channel led to a 20% rally in NASDAQ in a 24-day window. So it won't change the macro picture if we make a double top and sell off, but it will give us a window for a swing trading opportunity to collect some coins and take a lot of the alpha that we've created by being defensive and bank that alpha by being long the indexes on the rally back. So that's the trade we're looking for tomorrow. If we build that foundation successfully and we start making money in the indexes, energy is at the top of our list, XOP, XLE, maybe even USO, UNG, okay? If the dollar's breaking down, I'm going to be interested in gold and silver, sprout physical gold, sprout physical silver. These are the first places I'll go if we get confirmation tomorrow. I appreciate you guys spending time with me today, joining me. I'd love to see you tomorrow, 8.30, Armor Insiders. Let's uh, get together and chat about it at 8.30 so we see what happens overnight and how we want to position ourselves for the morning. If you guys have any questions, I'll take it. Just a couple if you have any questions. If not, I'm going to make this a brief conversation. I'll tell you what. Let's just make this a brief conversation. If you have questions, put them in the comment section of this video, and I'll be happy to get to them later. Um, but the family's waiting for me, and I'm hungry. So I'm going to grab a bite to eat. I hope you, felt, I hope you found this uh, valuable. And I look forward to seeing all of you who can join me tomorrow at 830. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.